Triple G versus Ryota Murata post fight thoughts. Dun, dun, dun. Hey guys, Fight Junkie here. As usual, before we jump into this next episode, I want to remind you guys you can hit me up on Twitter at FightJunkie.com. Follow me on Parlor at FightJunkie. Listen to me on Anchor, Spotify, Google, Apple, Amazon. Basically, anywhere you can find a podcast, I'll be there. You can also subscribe to the YouTube channel. Oh, wait. Hold up. Scratch that. YouTube deleted my channel. Um, let me think. Okay. I got it. You can also subscribe to the Rumble channel. Rumble.com slash Fight Junkie. Want live stream? Twitch.tv slash Real Fight Junkie. Triple G wins by decision. You lose. This was an interesting matchup. In the beginning of the contest, Triple G actually had to go through some adversity been watching his last few fights this is nothing new this is the third fight in a row where he hasn't looked tremendous early on Murata really brought the heat he really put uh, Triple G under pressure and it looked like G was slower of hand and foot speed and that's obviously going to be an issue when you're 40 years old but what he did show was a tremendous chin, as always. A lot of heart. Murata did a lot of work to the body, and Triple G overcame. And ultimately, it was the older 40-year-old Golovkin that wore down Murata and ended up stopping him in the ninth round. Now, there was a lot of back-and-forth action throughout the entire contest, but it really was a tale of two fights. The first half going to Murata, where he seemed to be the fresher fighter, the more aggressive fighter. And Golovkin was a little bit gun shy, I would say. Maybe not firing off like he was in his prime. He doesn't seem to be able to rapid fire combinations without having to take a breather. I don't think his cardio is as good as it was, obviously. But he was able to weather the storm. And so the attributes that Triple G has always had, which is a good chin, heart, and the ability to fight as a veteran with 43, 44 fights, he really needed all those tools against Murata, especially in the early going, to survive some rough moments. Now, it never looked to me like Triple G was ready to go down or fall or, you know, have the fight stopped or anything like that. But you could see that he was uncomfortable in a lot of the early rounds against Murata. Now, from about the sixth round on, fifth, sixth round, on everything changed and it was Triple G that started making Murata uncomfortable. Now that's not to say early on that Triple G didn't have success, that he didn't land punches, that he didn't connect clean. He did all of those things. It was just Murata was able to walk through those punches like he normally does and continue to press the pace. The issue in the fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth round was Murata was getting tagged with those same shots that he was early in the fight. But he started to fade. Again, we mentioned this in the pre-fight podcast. Murata's 36, year old, 36 years old, but he's also coming off a tremendous layoff as well. So it wasn't like he had been active and fresh and he was getting the 40-year-old Golovkin who was coming off a long layoff. Murata himself was facing a long layoff coming into this fight and it showed. It's interesting that even though Triple G didn't look... 
tremendous in this fight. It was actually his cardio, his pace, and his punching power that took over late in the fight. It looked like this fight was headed for a decision until Murata started to fade. Because even up until that point, if you were giving Murata rounds, the fight was still competitive, and there were spots where I thought Golovkin was doing enough to probably eke out rounds, and I was expecting eh, probably a close decision win for Golovkin if it kept going at that type of pace, if Murata didn't slow, if nothing crazy happened and Triple G didn't go down. Then I was expecting, okay, this fight is competitive, but I still think that G is going to get it on the scorecards. Well, going into the ninth round, we had, these are the official scores. We had Triple G 79-73, Triple G 78-74, and Triple G 77-75. That was after eight rounds. So that that didn't include the ninth round knockdown. So at that point, If the fight would have continued the way it was, then anybody that had picked a decision, obviously you were were getting prepared to cash. And anybody who went out on the limb and took Triple G at plus, I think it was 340, 350 by decision, well, you were almost there. We were almost there. But alas, it didn't cash. I can't really fault Murata here because if you didn't get a chance to watch the fight, you need to watch it. But the guy fought with a tremendous amount of heart. He left everything that he had in the ring. You couldn't ask for more from him. Even in the ninth round, he was hurt very early on. I believe it was the first punch of the round. He survived an onslaught from Triple G. Remember, this onslaught from G isn't the same as a prime G. He was fighting off combinations, but as soon as Murata was able to muster up enough energy and fire back... Triple G went into prevent mode because he needed to catch his breath. And Murata was actually pressing the fight, landing clean shots on Triple G before he got stopped. He just happened to get caught. I believe it was a right hand from G as he was coming forward, kind of spun him around and he went to his knees and his corner threw in the towel immediately. I think it was a right call. Of course, I would have loved the fight to go to a decision. If you were on G decision, it was pretty much a lock unless something crazy happened. We had the ninth round knockdown, so if Murata would have made it out of the ninth, we had 10, 11, and 12. Even if G lost those rounds, he still would have been up enough. I don't think Murata would have probably won those rounds, maybe one round out of those rounds. Remember, he was pressing at the end of the fight, but obviously he was still very hurt. But it just shows the tremendous heart and determination that Murata had that. He weathered the early storm in the ninth round, and he could have played it safe there once he got G off of him, but he didn't. He kept pressing and pressing and pressing. Now, a lot of people may say that was a mistake, but that's that was his game plan, and that's the way he fights. That's the way he fought the, his entire career, and that's the way he fought against G from the first round to the last round, and you can't fault him. He, he wanted to win the fight. He wasn't looking to survive the fight, and I think both guys showed a tremendous amount of heart. It was actually action-packed for this stage of their careers and the layoff. It's not like it was a complete barn burner where it was just nonstop, you know, record-breaking punches from start to finish. But what they could do, they did the best of their ability, and it was an entertaining fight. So if you didn't get to watch it, you certainly have to watch it because obviously they're setting up Triple G now against Canelo, possibly. Uh, 
for a third fight. It seems to be the consensus on the socials is uh, not a lot of people are too excited about G's chances against Canelo in a third fight. You got a, uh, you got a 40-year-old that looks to be losing some hand and foot speed. I think his durability in the chin is still there. But Murata and Canelo are different beasts. Murata, even at his best, is a slower type of puncher, more of a plotting type of fighter. Canelo certainly is way faster than Murata, and G looks slow against Murata. So how bad is he going to look against Canelo? Now, to be fair, I always have to tell you, I did take Canelo in the first fight. I did take Canelo in the second fight, and I will take Canelo in the third fight. I thought the first fight was a draw. I know. Boo. I thought Canelo won the second fight, and I'm expecting them to win a third fight. The issue here is I don't think the odds will be very good for Canelo if they do end up fighting. He's probably going to be a significant favorite. He'll probably be favored inside the distance. And I think even though G is slowing down, his chin is still legendary. He showed that tonight. And I think if Canelo was able to do it, it would probably have to be to the body, actually. Murata did a lot of body work, and it did definitely bother G. It slowed him down to some degree, but in the end, he was still able to suck it up, overcome, and eventually wear down Murata. So even that is not a guarantee. Of course, you got to favor the younger prime fighter in Canelo against Triple G. There'll be a weight issue as well because I believe Golovkin has to move up and wait to to fight Canelo for the third third time, probably the final time. And so there there's going to be a lot of issues that Golovkin has to overcome to be competitive against Canelo in that situation. So I'm not expecting a lot of people are going to be picking Triple G for an upset victory if they do fight. But it's kind of a no-win situation for Canelo, to be honest with you, because people still hold to this illusion that he's lost both fights against Golovkin, that he ducked them and waited till he's 150 years old. So if he sparked them out, you're going to get that narrative being spun. He just waited till he was old. It's an old Golovkin. And heaven forbid if he lost to Golovkin, then obviously they would say, see, even a 40, 41-year-old Golovkin can still best the best pound-for-pound fighter in the world, Canelo Alvarez. And even if it's competitive, you're going to have everybody and their brother pulling rounds out the ass for uh, Triple G because they just like G more than they do Canelo. It's that simple. No matter what Canelo does, he's not going to get credit for facing and beating Triple G at 40, 41 years old. So other than the big payday, that that's a fight that I really don't see as a huge benefit or a feather in the cap of Canelo. I think for G, it makes more sense. I know a lot of people were saying that if this version of G shows up against Canelo, this is going to happen and that's going to happen. I mean, it's possible, but G is super tough, legendary chin, and he's going to go to war. Like, if you're going to beat him and take him out, it's going to ha- I mean, you're going to have to work for it. He's certainly not just going to fall on his face. I don't care if it is a body shot, a head shot, combination punching, first round, second round, 12th round. You're going to have to work for that. But for G, I can see it. I know a lot of people are saying, you know, right off into the sunset now. I believe he's a second fighter over 40 to unify world titles i think the only other person was bernard hopkins and he was like 50 i think he was like 49 years old when he did it think about that how insane that is we're talking about g slowing down at 40 
And I believe Hopkins was 49 years old when he unified the world titles. That's just, I mean, that's insanity. You, you probably won't see that again. But for G, it makes a little more sense for me if you're not going to retire because it's a huge payday. It's a chance for redemption, although he believes that he won both fights against Canelo. The fact of the matter is he has all the upside there because if he does lose, I mean, nobody's going to hold that against them. He's probably already a Hall of Famer. I mean, I don't think many people were going to say, you know, that defined his career was a loss to a prime Canelo, who many consider to be the top guy in the sport pound for pound at 40 or 41 years old. I mean, who's going to say that? A lot of greats, they hang around too long and this happens. So if it happens to G and he does lose, even in devastating fashion to Canelo, which I don't actually think it would be as devastating as people think because he's an old vet, I do think that it could look brutal as rounds went on because G seemed to be in like first gear for most of the fight. It's just because Murado was made to order for Triple G, and we talked about this in the pre-fight podcast. Even a version of G that wasn't 100%, as long as he still had something in the tank, he would be able to beat Murata. Now, I thought Murata may be tough enough, G may be slow enough, maybe he needs a little bit of, of breaks in between the combination punching, and that would lead to a 12-round decision. We almost got there. You could see that that was how the fight was playing out. Murata was super tough. G did some good things, but then he would back off. He was boxing. We mentioned that in the pre-fight podcast. A lot of people didn't think he could, and they were even criticizing him during the fight, saying he doesn't know how to fight going backwards. He does, but he's 40, 41 years old. Your legs aren't the same as when you're a youngster. And Murata was putting on a tremendous amount of pressure. That's not easy to fend off a guy like Murata who's taking all of your power shots, all of your body shots, and still up in your grill the entire fight. That's why it was impressive to what G did wearing Murata down because early on, people were uh, speculating maybe it was, was Murata who was going to wear Triple G down. Around the fifth or sixth round, he flipped the script, caught Murata, hurt him, and that pretty much changed the entire course of the fight. Even though it looked like in spots Murata had recovered, he obviously really didn't. I think more than anything, Murata just faded. He started at a tremendous, uh, tremendous pace, really put a lot of heat and a lot of punches on Triple G. They were trading a lot throughout those early rounds. And then as Murata was eating those punches, it wears on you. And then over the course of the fight, Triple G continued to land consistently on Murata. And Murata just ultimately, physically and mentally, he just couldn't take it anymore. Hats off to both guys, though. It was a very entertaining fight. I'm interested to see the line that's going to be on uh, G. Canelo if they fight for a third time. Again, I don't think any value betters that are out there looking to snag something on Canelo are going to get a great line. It's probably going to be a difficult fight to make money on if you're betting Canelo. You might have to go outside the box there. If you have Canelo wins inside uh, being favorite, you might have to go the opposite way and, and hope and pray that the old vet and G has still got that legendary chin and uh, veteran moves that he's able to go to a decision against Canelo for a third time in a third fight but it's going to be difficult because again if this version of G shows up he, he's got the deck stacked against them in a third fight against Canelo Alvarez that's it for this episode of Fight Junkie I will sock it to you tomorrow baby Fight Junkie out